This week on the Perceptive Photographer Podcast, we're going to be taking a look at how we approach time and think about time in our creative process and how sometimes we make an incorrect leap in sort of how we process time in our projects that can lead to some significant sort of issues and problems. So thanks for joining me. I am your host, Daniel Gregory, and this happens to be episode 455 of our little podcast. I am sitting here in the studio with a nice cup of tea, and I hope you are having a wonderful day as well. There's nothing like a little tea on a cold, crisp morning, which we've had here. So hopefully you are having a great week. As I mentioned, this week's podcast is focused on the notion of time, and time is one of the sort of central themes that's developed in my photography over the years, and it sort of came to fruition and came to a sort of a deeper insight when I lost my little brother a number of years ago, and that idea of time and how much time we have, and recognizing that time sort of isn't a linear process. We oftentimes talk about the science of time in a linear progression, we talk about our loss of seconds, we age year by year as if it's this sort of linear process. And yet we have memories and we have anticipation of the future and we have all sorts of things that sort of shift our notion of time. And I wanted to talk about that today as it relates to our creative practice. Because I think one of the things that happens to us in our process, one of the things that can happen to us in our sort of workflow is we start to fall into the trap of believing that our work is linear that we move from point A to point B to point C, D, on down the line. And if you're really anal retentive and you're in Excel, you're in row AAA or however many rows or columns they allow these days. But we have this sort of progression from one to the next. And a lot of our work actually sort of does have a linear quality to it. We might approach our editing in a workflow that's very consistent and it's very linear. We do X then Y, then Z. We adjust for luminosity, then color, then saturation. We do have this sort of finessed approach we take with things. However, a lot of what we actually do in our work is more conceptual. They're more idea-driven. They're sort of these notions that we have for meaning. And from that, we start to pull together projects. We start to pull together cohesive images. We start to sort of develop our identity as a photographer, as a creative person. And it's in that work where I think we fall into the trap. That we believe that there is one, a path we're on, a linear path we're on that takes us to the next step, to the next part of our evolution, to the next idea, to the next set of photographs to make. And one of the things I would argue is that more likely our creative process is similar to sort of string theory in, in physics, but it's a ball of string. And that string may be eventually being able to pull out and be straight, but we only get to see the straightness of that line after the fact. And when things are bunched up together, if you take a ball of string and you bunch it up, an idea that you had 10 years ago is now intersecting and touching where you are today in your life. And that's one of the things that I think we, when we work in our process and we start to recognize that so much of what we do and so much of the way we approach our work has been driven by this idea, again, of this progression of step. But we don't necessarily know where an idea comes from. We don't know necessarily when it happened. And oftentimes, if we go back and try to nail that down, it becomes more and more nebulous. And so my belief is, in spending time thinking about this and reading a lot about it and talking to other people, is that much of what we experience in our creative life is actually much more circular than it is linear. It is a 
coming back in to revisit. It is a re-examination. It is a recognition. It is a discovery, rediscovery. It's a building upon, however you want to phrase, the stepping stones. But we come into something again and again and again in our process. We challenge ourselves to improve in the same areas again and again and again. And I don't think it's necessary that we're reinventing the exact same wheel. I'm not going out and photographing the exact same thing, the exact same point of time every single time. But as I'm evolving and changing, as my work evolves and change, I start to recognize that there are certain innate characteristics within me, certain things that draw me to my photography, certain elements, whether they be subject or subject matter, whether they're in voice things that I want to say about the world and how I want to talk about the things in the world, whatever those components are, oftentimes we're not necessarily ready for the idea we're creating. We're not ready for the work we're creating. We're setting seeds in the ground so they can grow into something that we can recognize later. And it's only on that, again, that revisiting, that coming back to that idea, looking back at old work and recognizing that, wow, there was something in there that's inspiring me today that I wasn't even aware of. And oftentimes I think we get stuck and where we don't accept and recognize the value and the power of this circular reference, this coming back again and again and again, where time is much more malleable, that I'm not setting up a set of one, two, three, four, five objectives to achieve in a certain time frame, but I'm more recognizing the fluidity of how I work, the fluidity of how we consume photographs, the fluidity of how you organize and think about your own work. We all approach our photography in different ways. And yet, we all sort of have similar goals. We all want to make meaningful photographs and engaging photographs and photographs that people connect with and that they appreciate and they like and they spend time with and they start conversations and they start dialogues. But at the core of that is also recognizing that as we create work, the dynamic nature of who we are is something that again, we oftentimes lack awareness of in the moment. The ideas, the notions, the tension we want to put into a photograph. And what we end up marking is the success of things that we could see in the linear progression. I got better at Lightroom. I now understand that I do the black slider, the white slider, the exposure slider, I adjust shadow and highlight, and then I do this and I do that. And it's linear. Because it's easy to see linear in a lot of ways. It's easy to tick that off as I was at point A and now I'm at point B and therefore success has been made. But when things are going backwards and we're looping, sometimes it feels repetitive. Sometimes it feels like it's redundant. We get stuck in this sort of like, oh, cause and effect loop that we feel like we can't get out of. But I think if we sit back for a second and instead of sort of punishing, our, punishing ourselves for the looping again, the revisiting, the redoing. And we recognize that there's a reason we're being drawn back to that moment. We're being drawn back to that idea, being drawn back to that concept. And we might at first say to ourselves, well, I'm drawn back to that because I didn't successfully execute what I intended the first time. Those photographs didn't turn out the way I wanted. Well, I would also argue that at that time, they probably did. You know, nobody sets out to be, make mediocre work. You know, we get better as we age. We get some wisdom. We get some more knowledge. We get some deeper understanding of what our work's about. 
And we look back and we think, wow, I could really redefine that work. I could make that work more engaging, more compelling, knowing what I know today. And that right there is at the crux of what I think is so interesting about our creative work is that I know what I know today and I can go back and I can apply that wisdom and re-invigorize, that's not really a word, re-energize and reconnect and add some vigor. There we go. There's the word I was probably trying to think of. Add some vigor into that experience and re-bring that whole totality of everything that's evolved and changed in me since that first time. But part of that is I've got to be willing to make that loop back. I've got to be willing to come back in and re-engage in a new and a different way. And where we fall short is when we come back and recognize that we're looping and we engage in the exact same way. We believe that, oh, if I just go back and make the photographs quote unquote prettier or better edited or printed a different size or organized in a different way, that that somehow successfully completes the puzzle. But it is more likely that coming back in is that we now have additional clarity of purpose, clarity of voice in what we want to talk about. We want what we want our photographs to say, how we want them to be expressed. And it's in that experience, it's in that recognition that by coming back into something, we're now able to basically use ourself as inspiration, our own sense of creativity as a fountain of excitement, energy to draw from. So it's no longer just I'm excited and motivated by things that are out in the world, but I'm also inspired by the things that I created in the past and being able to view them in a new light, engage with them in a new way, shift them in the way I think about them, adds fuel to our creative fire. It allows us to expand who we were, express more of who we are, and potentially open up an additional opportunity in the future to engage in that conversation again and again. So one of the things that I have recognized is that our time, the way we think about our photography, the way we market is we go out and we think about it in number of shots, time, organization, and again, this sort of linear fashion. But by recognizing that we are not linear, we are thinking about photographs we made years ago. We're thinking about photographs we might make in the future and tapping into that as a part of the creative process rather than this thing that sort of daydreams me off a little bit allows me to have additional sort of insights into my own work and additional opportunities for me to create more meaningful work. And so as you think about your own creative practice, that's been one of those days recording the podcast. If you think about your own creative practice, one of the things that I think will be interesting for you is to start to recognize how important it is to go back and not as a penalty, which I think a lot of us do is we think going back somehow penalizes us. But going back, not just to find the nuggets of gold that we missed for in the first run through our catalog of images, but rather to go back to gain new insights, apply new insights, add our wisdom to the ideas and concepts we had potentially decades ago that we're now prepared to undertake, that we're now ready to tackle and try in a new and interesting way. And you might be surprised how much of your own work is the inspiration for the work you're making today. I hope you have a wonderful week behind the camera or creative practice or sketching or drawing or whatever you're doing this week that fuels your creativity, even if it's just drinking tea on a nice cold morning. No matter what you're doing, again, have a wonderful week. Thanks for being a podcast listener. I really do appreciate it. 
Don't forget, podcasts come out every Monday. And if you hit that subscribe button, you'll always have the latest and greatest podcast when it comes out. Thanks again for being a listener and I'll see you soon.